Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Davana, and today's episode is all about rental arbitrage. What is it? How can it benefit you? Stay tuned as I dive right into this exciting topic. Simply put, arbitrage is taking advantage of the price disparity in two markets or more. So the way that that would apply to non-rental properties is let's say you got AirPods from China for $9.99 because, hey, they made it there, whatever, right? And then you took that same AirPod to either eBay or Amazon, which are both platforms as well, and resold it for $39, $59, $89, whatever you choose. But you would be capitalizing off the difference of that one price versus the other markets and its true market rate. So that's regular arbitrage. To explain rental arbitrage, it's much like subletting. So rental arbitrage is the act of renting out an already rented property. So the way that it works is you would lease a long-term property, such as an apartment, such as a home, and we're talking nine months to 24 months here. So when you lease that property, you would then put your finishing touches in there, put your furniture Think of that as the same way as you buying the AirPods from China and repackaging it or relabeling it with your own brand. So that's what we're doing in this rental arbitrage space. Then you would list that property on Airbnb, VRBO, or any other vacation rental site. And you would re-rent that out on a short-term basis to travelers. So basically you're paying the rent because of the fact that there's a disparity between the markets, that market rate. And then when we say the word disparity, The reason why this is a little different is because most apartment complexes are actually governed or have gotten funds from Fannie Mae and loan offices like that. And there are strict rules with those financiers on the type of people that you can have in your place and who you cannot exclude. We have certain discrimination laws. We have certain income laws that are adhered to by their area. And so that's why a lot of these apartment complexes even charge in the way that they do. So I don't want to make it seem like it is like the AirPod where they're just underselling it because they do have laws that prevent them from being too pricey in a certain area. But either way, we still capitalize on it. We still see that $1,400 to $2,800 rent and know that we can double or triple that depending on how we decorate it and how we market. So we take advantage of that lower price and then we're able to re-rent this out and make money from it. So rental arbitrage, why do I feel like that's the best way? Well, that is the way that I started. I'm going to be transparent. When I initially started my Airbnb journey, I started with low credit and limited funding. I knew, however, though, that I had to do something. I was still working. I had just started a a brand new job. And I'm like, listen, I have to do something to be able to make it make sense. So me purchasing a home, me going out and putting my credit on anything was just non-optional at that point in time. So I found out that with apartments, there's a such thing called corporate leasing. And so what corporate leasing means is that you, the business owner, have a company and you are relocating this company or your employees for whatever reason. They will accept your LLC, your EIN, and your business information. They'll first see if you qualify. And if you do, you can actually sign a lease agreement under that. Well, the thing that's so awesome about that is is it 
totally avoids a personal credit check. It does not avoid the background check though. So if you are someone that has a um, shady background, then we wanna go ahead and use someone else on your application because it will be denied in the same way that if you apply regularly. But other than that, that's just the, one of the, the cons. But aside from that, it's a huge pro. Think about it. You don't have to buy a home in cash. You do not have to have any type of credit. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't even have to be there. It could be ghost credit simply because you are not using your credit. You are using the credit, the name, and the information of the business. That also means no hefty down payment, no closing costs, and no expensive mortgage loans. All you need is funding for your furniture and supplies. That's it. And we've already talked about in a few other episodes how to build your business credit up so that you are able to use your business credit, those loans, and your business credit cards and vendor accounts rather than your own personal funding. Another reason why rental arbitrage is amazing is because it takes maybe one-fourth of the time than it even takes to close on a home. So, you know, as you're buying a home, you, you have the, every single process that you've gone through. I've never personally purchased a home, but I'm sure someone listening has. And you know that it's not as easy as going into the apartment complex, filling out that corporate lease application and being submitted back that information, like just approved or denied. Right. It's so simple to do that. It's so low cost to do rental arbitrage, especially because you aren't owning the property. So essentially, even if you are going to a private home. And speaking to the homeowner, you could work out a deal where you won't have to pay anything at all. Rather, you'll be managing or co-hosting their property and the profits go to them and they only pay you a percentage. So the reason why we love, love, love this method is because you can also use the property yourself. So if you're leasing a home or you have an apartment, you would also be able to take advantage of that just like you were a regular guest. Rental arbitrage is also a great way to build up capital for other investments, all right? Because you don't need to purchase the property. There's limited startup costs. It's easy and fast to get started. You can use the property yourself. The potential savings that you will have by not putting all your money towards maybe a closing cost if you don't have it. This is in no way to deter those that are ready to purchase and close on a home. This is just to show you that there is another way. And if this other way is better for your family or better for your goals, then let's do this. Like, take a deep breath. It can be easier than you think. Now, there are a few cons to this. And one of the biggest cons being that you have to find the right property that will even allow you to operate in the way that you want to operate simply because... Some complexes do not allow subleasing. Some do not allow Airbnb at all. And we have to understand the reason why they do that. A lot of the complexes and most of them are bound by agencies, owners, and things like that. Everyone that comes into those units, when they are filling out regular lease applications, they're going through a background check. So it does become a little unfair in certain communities, especially communities that are heavily written with children, guys, that are next to schools, that are next to churches. Please be careful when you're looking at these arbitrage properties that you are not going to the properties that are right next to these places. Because I want to let you know, I'm a mother too, so I think about this both ways. If you are for any moment unsure who is coming in your unit, whether it be your guest bring a guest whether it be someone signed up using someone else's profile, whatever the case, 
the last thing you will want to be liable for, and I know this is worst case scenario, but I have to give it to you this way so that you think about it. The last thing you would want to be liable for is um, some type of sex offender having it be in your unit right next to someone that has a child or right next to a school. Guys, could you imagine how mortified you would be to even know that that's what's happening? So I say that as risk mitigation because I am a mother, but because I also want your business to be successful. I've also noticed that that properties that are closer to schools and churches and things like that, you may even hear, maybe you didn't even know or notice them say, or maybe you didn't even notice that they were next to these places, but you may get a response from them immediately like, no Airbnb, no, no, no. And I'm gonna tell you why really quickly. Do you know that if something were to happen, God forbid, it's not gonna happen because we aren't speaking that, but I do want to open your mind. If something were to happen, then the tenant, that whomever that happened to, even if you happen to have guests, they had a party and, and started a fire and it got over to the next tenant's unit, they could actually sue the apartment complex because once they are accepting of the complex, the complex assures them, we don't allow this, we don't have this, we don't have this. And if you are doing that, then that will make the apartment liable. So I guess I just wanted to give you all that information so that you can get in the practice of scouting out those properties that are perfect for your business. Not just what you like, not just what you wanted to live in, but what's perfect for your business model. Are we going by properties that are not high maintenance? Are we going by properties that are not right next to churches and schools? Are we being able to be have integrity and say that we're doing that just to protect the people around us, you know? So I do want to go over the cons because I am a, a realist, I like to say. So the cons of arbitrage, which is not a con of just arbitrage. This is a con of even purchasing your home. You are responsible for any damage done by renters. So the way that that differs is in your own home, there's no one or a home you buy. There's no one coming up saying, oh, you damaged my wall. That's $1,500. You're able to go and get a quote from the contractor and get that true price and be able to get everything resolved. However, in an apartment complex, if for something, some reason something happens, there's a hole in the wall, a door breaks off or anything like that, that apartment char- can charge you whatever it is they want to charge you in order to fix that. You'll notice that what those fees are on your move in and move out statement. It usually has a list of fees and the price next to it in which you could be charged if something is found out of whack, okay? So bookings may fluctuate depending on your area price and strategy, and it could make it hard to pay rent. The only reason why this could be a con is because in most cases, the rent at an apartment is higher than your mortgage on a home. So you will be looking at higher expenses that way. But hey, I mean, you know, no risk, no reward. One pro that I forgot to add though, and this is a big one. One of the amenities, the main amenities that you get in apartments, you don't get at home. So in an apartment, you're usually going to have a pool, a workout room, a clubhouse, an area that those things you can market to your Airbnb guests. However, at your private home, you may not have a pool. You may not have any of those things that you can market. And so I've noticed that apartment complexes, they are better because it allows us to charge more as hosts. So the Other con is the wear and tear, of course, that can happen when you're renting. And and it goes back to those fees that we are wanting you to avoid. 
You'll still need to cover utilities as you would have to do in a purchase home. You'll still need to handle regular maintenance, but the help that you have in rental arbitrage is the fact that you do not own this property, so maintenance is also not your responsibility. So you are able to fill out a maintenance request with the apartment complex and have the maintenance man come fix your most pressing issues. You will need to handle regular maintenance though, both in the apartment's maintenance as well as have your own handyman. That way you aren't making too many calls and raising suspicion to your unit and activity. Your landlord can halt your operation if they no longer want to continue. This is the biggest con of all. And it's because even if an apartment complex gets bought out by a new uh, property or a new company, they can change the rules. They can change the access. They can make it a lot more difficult for you versus a home. For the most part, if it does not come with the homeowners association or it doesn't already have those certain rules in place, the only way that you can be affected is with permitting. So the reason why many people select Airbnb or arbitrage to start Airbnb is because of how simple it is. It's simple, it's low cost, and it's something to help you even determine if you would like to buy property to handle this with. So I do want to leave you with a few tips for success as you are on your arbitrage journey, because what I don't want is for you to owe any fees or have your security deposit taken away from you to cover property expenses. So I want you to have things like insurance. We also want to make sure that you're using, you know, the right type of products to post or to put your pictures up, to hang your furniture up, to assemble your furniture. Let's make sure that we're putting the covers on the bottom of your couches. Let's make sure that we're putting those door covers on your door so that the handle isn't putting holes in the wall. Make it easier for yourself because the difference between living in an apartment yourself and actually renting that unit out is the guests that you'll be renting it out, they've never been there before unless you happen to get a a repeat booker. So nine times out of 10, they're not going to be as careful with your property as you would be. Nine times out of 10, they're not even going to know where things are. So maybe they're going to open extra drawers that they wouldn't have had to open, but they do because they don't know where anything is. You just want this to be extremely easy for you so that nothing else is a hassle because I guarantee running Airbnb business full-time is already going to be, like I said, a full-time job. So the last thing you want or need (laughs) at all is adding on to that for you. I hope that I have broken down what rental arbitrage at least is and why we decide to use that rather than going out and purchasing property for Airbnb. There are a few reasons why you would want to use rental arbitrage, be it your personal credit, be it you're trying to build your business credit. All of those things are great reasons to go ahead and arbitrage it out. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and look at some places, maybe even look at some private homes for rent and see what property best fits your business model. Let's be sure that we're thinking of all the children in the area and making sure we're mitigating risk on our end because I know this is not just about money for you. I can only imagine how devastated you would feel to know or hear that anything has happened as a result of you having guests at a place that maybe they weren't suited for. So I say this to you, again, to encourage you and to get you ready to start because I want you started today. 
So if you are in need of individual support, I recommend visiting Airbnb with D on Instagram. That is my public page. And if you are interested in private support, which is more of a group coaching and mentorship feel, then go ahead and join Airbnb with D on Facebook. I'm sure you'll get all the information that you need and it's my pleasure to help you out. I will see you all in the next episode.